0: That's PowerOnPlants.com forward slash kickback.
1: Imagine you live in a little farmhouse on a large piece of property built probably a 100 years ago. And the nearest source of water is a well that you have on your property. Now, you've lived in this house for many, many years. And over the years, when you turn on the faucet in the kitchen sink, the flow gets slower and slower. Now, the water that you have coming out of the ground is a hard water, meaning it has a lot of minerals in it, like calcium, magnesium, iron, things of that nature. And over time, those minerals will build up and cause a narrowing within the pipes. Now, would you expect that to just happen in the kitchen, but not in the bathroom or the laundry room or even the faucet outside? Not at all. You would expect that this would happen throughout the entire house. Same thing is going on inside your blood vessels. And when it comes to supplying your body with nutrients, blood flow is everything. We'll talk about this and more, so stay with us.
0: You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food It may food seem like a curious lifestyle. statement
1: to say it's time blood to hear flow is everything when we're talking about health. Because I think a lot of people don't really associate the, the two. To a we know that if people have heart disease sick, that their arteries are clogged. Sick, and yes, and obviously tired, that causes a problem because if right your heart's place. not getting blood so flow, your heart's not going to pump for very long. And we call that a heart attack. But for just other general health that goes on in the body and other chronic diseases that go on, I don't think many people will associate the two, and that's why we wanted to talk about this with you today.
0: No, because I think with blood flow, the other things that you think about are blood pressure, maybe, if you know that blood pressure and blood flow are related, (laughs) which they are, and then also cholesterol, your cholesterol being higher elevated. You think about your blood, well, that affects blood flow, and it does. But all those things kind of, go back to the heart, you start thinking about the heart and blood flow, or maybe your vessels and the blood flow, but you think about vessels and you think about the heart. But why do we not think about anything else with blood flow? I mean, blood goes where in your body, it goes everywhere. So then that leads you to question, what else is poor blood flow affecting? And how can we change that? And I think about with my own life, I mean, in my story, if you haven't heard my story before, one of the things that I suffered from for a long time was I would lay on my side in bed and I get comfortable on my left side. And all of a sudden I would hear (laughs) and it would get louder and louder. And what
1: was that sound?
0: It was coming from my neck. It was coming but I could hear it in my ear. It was my carotid artery. That's not normal. But a, apparently a lot of people have that and they don't know it's not normal, but that's not normal. So there's a clogging of that artery that's begun and the blood is having a hard time getting through there. And so now it makes a whirring noise when it goes through your neck. And it was scary. And I mean, honestly, it got to the point where parts of my the side of my face would start going numb. Even a piece of my lips would start going numb. I would have to roll to the other side because it freaked me out and it was carotid they call it carotid stenosis or clogging of that carotid artery
1: yes and your mother even had that and even had to have surgery to have that corrected where they went in and surgically removed the the blockage
0: exactly and what you don't think about is what is that affecting because again we're looking at the clogging of the arteries well it's affecting wherever that blood's headed and what really what's behind it as well. But where is that blood going, that that big artery in your neck? Where does that lead to your brain, it leads to your head, to your, your brain. Face.
1: everything above your neck?
0: Right. And so then that's going to cause problems and issues with the brain if it doesn't get fixed.
1: And was it likely just that one artery, even though that was where you were having symptoms? Do you think it was just that one artery that was clogged? No,
0: absolutely not. Because you know I was having other symptoms. I was tired all the time. I was hurting. My joints were aching. Probably because they weren't getting the blood flow they needed, right? But I didn't know there was anything I could do about it. Apart from surgery or going to the doctor to confirm what it was. And then getting on medications. Maybe blood thinners or things like that. But we're not told how much effect food has on that. Sometimes people mention exercise. Well, if you exercise... You know, that can help, obviously. It helps some with a lot of things. But what's causing the blood to get thick and to narrow the arteries? What's causing that? And what we know and what science shows is it's the food.
1: It's the food that we eat. And the the
0: food we don't eat.
1: Yes, also very true. So there are certain foods that we eat that will cause damage to the lining of our blood vessels. And then when we eat foods that are high in fats, the the saturated fats, like with animal foods and foods that are high in cholesterol. Well,
0: and oils. Let's go with that too. Well, the oils like coconut too. oil, things like that that we've heard our heart healthy. Coconut but and we know palm not.
1: oil, which are present in a lot of foods, especially mm-hmm. a lot of vegan foods, those are high in saturated fats. And so those will all cause clogging of the arteries. But one thing that we really wanted to hammer home t- with you today was the fact that most people would say, no, it's not a surprise that you tell me that the arteries around my heart are getting clogged. Yeah, we know that. We hear it all the time. But Well, and then don't you think
0: most people just assume it's because they're getting older? Well, it happens. I mean, we're getting older. It happened to my father and my grandfather. They all had heart attacks or they all had high blood pressure or well, they like all had in, high cholesterol. In
1: the illustration with the farmhouse, oh, it was an old house. The pipes just got clogged. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, just because it was getting old. it wasn't
1: that the pipes were old. It was that the water had hard minerals in it, the calcium, the magnesium, the iron. Had those not been in there, they would not have built up.
0: No matter how old the pipes were.
1: Exactly.
0: Huh, good point.
1: And if, if our foods, if we're not eating the animal products, we aren't getting the saturated fats, we're avoiding the pressed out oils, we're avoiding the saturated fats and things like coconut oil and palm oil, and I hate to burst your bubble, but coconut oil is not a superfood.
0: Yeah, and we thought that for a long, long time. I mean, oh, it was my even, goodness. It was even out in research. I mean, some of the research back then, that, but you have to look at who funds that research and how is that study done? And you start digging into that and you start seeing that it causes damage. Those things can cause damage.
1: And, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but for a while there was the whole movement with bulletproof coffee or bullet coffee. I think it was bulletproof coffee. And they said you want to put butter in it and coconut oil mm-hmm. and to have the fats that would kind of cream the oil for you instead of adding a lot of sugar. It would and, cream the
0: coffee for you? Yes. Okay.
1: And then not add sugar. So you'd have the fats in place of the sugar because it was low carbs, higher fat. So I did that for a little while and I'm just embarrassed because I I the damage that I may have been doing to myself But I didn't know.
0: And you have to think about the parts of your body. You know, why is it that as men age and hit around their 40s, they start having certain issues that are related to blood flow, right? Exactly. And those things happen.
1: And there's a billion dollar industry that was created based upon that one thing alone. And it has to
0: do with blood flow. And it goes back to what's happening in our heart and what's happening in our carotid arteries.
1: And if you are a lady listening to this podcast, those same things will affect women as well. It's not quite as dramatic, but it does happen. And with what we're talking about, that's kind of the canary in the, the mine. Exactly. Because the smaller arteries get clogged, and we may not notice that if it does not cause a very noticeable difference.
0: Right. And that is just a warning sign. That's all that is, is a warning sign. It's your body telling you, I'm not functioning like I'm supposed to. There's something going on underneath it all, and it's blood flow. And this all goes back to the same issue of the clogging of the arteries. Same thing as what's happening in the heart. Same thing as what's happening in the, in the brain. Same thing that's happening in the brain. So now you think about Alzheimer's. There are some studies that are linking blood flow now. A lot of studies linking that to, to Alzheimer's and dementia. Or
1: dementia in general. Mm-hmm. If you were to look at somebody that has dementia, where they were 10 years ago... The symptoms at that, well, I should say lack of symptoms really 10 years ago, and then look at them today with the difficulty with their memories uh, and just all the different symptoms that come with dementia. If you were to remove those 10 years and make that change in a split second, what would you call that? A stroke. A stroke. So what's happening when these arteries get clogged and it's just this Oh, grandma's getting older, she's getting forgetful, and oh, it's getting worse, and now she forgot my name, and now I'm scared to death to ride in the car with grandma because she doesn't know what she's doing. We just call that getting old. Right. But for those things, I like to term it a slow stroke. We've just taken what can happen in the course of seconds Mm -hmm. and extended it 10 years, and now we've just said, ah, we're just getting old. Right. It just happens.
0: And so we've talked about different things that can cause it. And a lot of it has to do with food. It has to do with the animal products. We know that those things have the saturated fats. Um, Those are the the biggest contributor. Dairy, meat, all kinds of meat. And it's not just red meat. It's not just red meat. White meat, chicken can do the same thing. Fish can do it as well. Same thing. So it's just it may be a little bit slower with some or maybe not depending on your body but ultimately you're headed toward the same direction when when you're eating Those things on a regular basis. So it's not just about what you eat, though. We're talking about what you eat. It's not just about what you eat. It's also about what you're not eating because plants are filled with the wonderful things your body was created and then it needs on a daily basis in order to function well, in order to repair the cells that have gone rogue. We've talked about that in past episodes. You can go back and listen. But Your body needs the things that are found in plant foods like fiber and things like that in order to repair, in order to prevent the clogging of your arteries.
1: And studies do show that the clogging can be reversed. Now, it may not happen for everybody. And it may not
0: happen overnight. It can take a little while.
1: No, it certainly wouldn't happen overnight. It Mm -hmm. would be something that would be over the course of years. But there have been studies that show that it does happen.
0: Literal pictures of people having coronary arteries open up.
1: The arteriograms where you see the constricted and then I believe the one that I'm remembering was about a three-year difference. And then it showed that it was wide open again. And
0: what were the people doing that these studies were shown to open up the coronary arteries?
1: They stopped all animal products. They stopped the the. Pressed out oils. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they had even stopped eating a ton of nuts, which nuts and seeds are great for you, but eating a ton of them, it does have a lot of fats in it. Mm -hmm. So in this particular study, they were limiting that so that it would open the arteries up faster. Mm
0: -hmm. So basically, it was just the main thing they were doing is stopping the stopping animal products. Being meat and dairy
1: and eggs and
0: eggs, and then they were adding in because, again, it's not just about what you need to stop, it's about what you need to add in all these delicious, beautiful, colorful
1: beans, greens, f- grains, fruits, veggies, grains,
0: grains, fruits, veggies, all the beautiful colors and flavors. And with that, again, you're getting the phytonutrients, the antioxidants. You're getting fiber. It'll counteract fiber. inflammation,
1: fiber to feed your, your gut bacteria, which then can bring a whole host of health benefits. Mm-hmm.
0: It can boost your immune system. It helps you think better. All these different things that happen as a result of getting the wonderful benefits of eating those fruits and vegetables. So we want you to understand that just because something's happening in one part of your body, being your heart or your blood pressure is going up or your cholesterol is going up, It's affecting the whole body, but there's something that you can do about it. There's a positive takeaway here because you have more control than you're often led to realize. You go into the doctor's office and you have one of these things or two or three going on and you... Get on these medications and you're thinking to yourself, if I can just get the right medicine, if I can just get the right diagnosis, then these things will start to reverse. Well, if your numbers start getting better, it doesn't necessarily mean that things are reversing. A lot of times it just kind of masks symptoms of what's still going on underneath. Then maybe controlling the
1: symptoms. Maybe it slows
0: it a little bit, but it's not stopping the process.
1: So with the blood pressure, you are controlling those numbers, but you're not controlling The root cause of that, which is the inflammation, the damage going on into the lining of the vessels.
0: Right. And so what we want you to know is you have control over what you eat. You have control over what goes on your plate. And the wonderful thing is it can be so easy. It can be completely delicious. If you need some ideas on where to get started, we've got over 50 episodes now. Go back and listen and start your journey one thing at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. Just one simple thing a week equals 52 changes in a year which equals a whole brand new life for you and amazing possibilities of things that you can now do because you feel great and you're filled with energy we want that for you we're so excited for your future and all that the future holds as you grab hold of these truths and you take hold of them and you do them one by one. We're here to help. You can find us inside our group, Smarter Healthy Living, on Facebook, our free Facebook group. You can also email us at info at the crunchy Couple. If you have any questions you'd like for us to address on future podcasts, we look forward to hearing from you. Just drop us a note at info at thecrunchycouple.com. Until next time, have a great week and we'll see you soon.